Hello and welcome to the Thursday show here on the Frontline Gaming Network. My name is Paul Murphy, your host. I'm joined by Dustin Hinshaw. Hello, everyone. And Adam Camilleri. Hi. <laughs> so Dustin is pulling double duty. He's actually running the cameras. He's running everything. So y'all be kind to him in the chat and the comments and stuff. Duct tape. Duct tape and spit, boys. That's what the show's going to be held together mm-hmm. by. So I hope it works. Mm-hmm. This is your weekly meta rundown, talking about the biggest and best tournaments coming up over the course of the weekend all around the globe. We talk about what the meta is. Y'all are the meta. We describe it. And we also talk about how to beat some of the stuff that you're going to encounter over the course of the weekend. And we talk about, you know, how the spikes that we're seeing. Are we going to see anything interesting happening this week we didn't see happening the week before uh, here on the Frontline Game Network? Uh, make sure you check out our sponsors. See what's up. Uh, this is a live show we do each and every week starting at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, you can hear this afterwards on the aggregators and that kind of stuff. We have a great chat community that uh, show up, you know, and hang out each and every week. If you have not joined us live, come do it. You will not be disappointed how are y'all doing this week i'm excited i you're you're halfway into adam's screen i'm sorry <laughs> I'm, I'm actually so i'm traveling you don't have the normal background uh so, right, so, so the light's terrible the uh <laughs> i don't know like a specter right now can you, can you, uh, dustin can you switch you and me on the screens because then we can have descending order for head size are you kidding me right like, now you want me to actually take some duct no, tape off no 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 while don't the plane anything. is flying don't touch it it's else. fine it's fine it's, aesthetically it could be better you, you know yes. wow we live on the edge here we live on the edge we're on the edge of the meta we're on the edge of technology we're on the edge of streaming uh, we so have we two awesome events coming up for you this weekend. One of which where, where Paul is at right now, which is the US Open Series in Chicago. And the other one is Battle for Salvation. We have New York versus Chicago. First and second cities of the US duking it out for who's got the better meta, who's got the spicier goodness. And we're here to tell you all about it. So sit down, wet a brush if that is your want. Continue your jog. That's what you're doing. And yeah, let's get cracking, lads. Um, I will say, unfortunately, as the as we have become accustomed to with the US Open Series, the factions did not get listed, and the lists were not open. So but- I, I got some information on this. Is like is it because the, the the players are not really even asked to even do that until we get closer to the event. Uh, so, uh, but we do actually have lists from some of the top IDC competitors, you know, coming into this weekend. So it, it is this is a slobber knocker of an event. Just, just to tell you guys how crazy what we have coming up for you is. So the US Open Series in Chicago is possibly the most stacked event we've seen in the US since the last LVO or possible, possibly ATC. There are seven of the top 10 in the US. And most of those guys are sitting in the top 10 or top 20 in the world as well in attendance. And guess what, guys? We have every single one of their lists. The lists are locked for the event on BCP. Only other the powers, show. Through the powers of the Thursday show, we have all freaking seven of them for your let me, viewing let pleasure. me give some shout out to the folks in chat uh see some see some new names as well uh big papa sc freakoid uh it's like we got jack harpshire in the chat I haven't seen him in in a bit T- tanya at artemis steve restaurante artemis uh yep wolf priest carl norger matthew thanks for coming and hanging out with us and in it anybody else is doing it as well really appreciate that uh let's say we do we do this live each and every week there's a live chat. Come hang out with us. Come hang out. Let's see the transition. Let's get that first slide up. Uh, there's not much to see here, but what do we got? <laughs> <laughs> we didn't do it, but there's two votes in there, apparently. 
two people of the of the 70 80 ish people who had listed their faction two of them were votan i thought that was funny That's... this is the first week votan's in full effect though isn't it or even though it only has a, a skeleton of the possible model range right. it's still in effect right well i mean i'll give it to you it's like, actually i'm, I'm kind of on the fence of like when when you just get kind of the the teaser box you know the the mm. promo thing it's like when does that become available in tournaments to play you know and and then you know it's like with, with limited model range you you know kind of are kind of it's almost like dictated what you can take in your army. Yeah. We don't know what we don't know what it's going to be yet, uh, and so. But uh, the organizers, I actually believe one hundred percent. If you're if you're doing tournament organization, do it how you want. You know, let mm-hmm. let in what you want, kind of thing. Uh, and so, you know, when, w- but when you allow one of those promo boxes in. You know, up to up to the it's, individual organizers. But yeah, it's an interesting problem to have because we've had previous, we've had boxes get starting boxes like this before. We had it for sisters, had it for orcs, had it for I think one or two others where you could only get the new models in the box with the codex. But those were for models that had existing armies before. Like sisters already had an army, had a had a had a had a, had a, a book before. Whereas Votan's brand freaking spanking new. If you can't afford the box, you can't play the army yet. So it was it is an interesting conundrum for which way they went. And of course, G Dub. They're always the hey the, the models exist they're in the world if you bought it and if you and I, I'm of the opinion with this Votan box if you bought the Votan box you bought enough of the Votan boxes to play you a whole army six Votan boxes and you only have like <laughs> three units in your army because that's all that's in the box you should be able to play it I agree you should be all the power to you go for it son get stuck in uh, but how many players how many rounds have we got for this well there's 156 players eight rounds so it's a big one eight rounds actually helps you get I think that gets you down to well are they doing a top cut do you know uh it's no top cut but there will be brackets, brackets so what okay. it is is that once you after round four uh you're then competing against other people in your bracket for for top prizes of certain things all right makes sense then perfect so and you to- actually you'll be able to follow along with this so uh, uh, here's a little bit of a shameless plug this weekend uh, i <laughs> will actually go. be doing the commentary for this uh, event on the warhammer twitch stream so you can go to um, twitch.tv forward slash warhammer you will see uh, myself and, and mr nick Nadavati doing commentary for all the rounds across mm. uh this 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 tournament so you may even see some of the people we are talking about competing on the streams well, seeing as we've got seven of the top ten, you can almost guarantee towards the pointy end of things, uh, some of these guys will start to shine. Let's hit a, a go over and check out the first ones. Like I said, seven of the top ten. You can't see these lists anywhere else unless you're driving in a car or on a plane with these guys to this event or cracking a beer with them at some point. So this is a bit of a spoiler, and I'm pretty excited about it because I think it's just a really cool thing we get to do. First up, we have Mr. Jack Harpster, have a uh, winner of Nova. Um, he is and he, he to Nova. He took a brand new army to himself in. Uh, um, Necrons, and now he's going to another super major, taking a brand new army to himself in Harlequins. Harlequins, so not not an easy army to play. I see no. uh, the mm. the Necrons, you know, which you, which you did with Nova with, uh, a little bit more straightforward to play. The Harlequins, not necessarily always considered to be straightforward. Yeah, but hold yeah, on, hold on a sec, hold on a sec, guys. Twilight, dude. Twilight. It's not light. So let's break this down for a little bit. So Jack Harpster, ranked number one in the USA. He's playing Twilight Sade at Harlequins. He's got a battalion, Shadow Sea and a Troop Master. Three units, three max units of troop. That's 12. I I, I forgot they went to 12 until I counted this three times. I'm like, (laughs) oh, there's 12. I'm like, oh, yeah, they do go to 12. Uh, Three into 12, three into five, a Solitaire, five Star Weavers, and then a patrol with another Shadow Seer and two more units of five troop. This is the, the... 
usually we see this as the oops all star weavers build that every one of them has a five man this one has five units of five with five star weavers the three units of 12 i think is a concession to the games workshop style terrain and i think the games workshop style terrain is just pattern built for big units of troop you can just hide them so easily you can get them into that first engagement really effectively but i've kind of forgotten what twilight does does anybody remember plus one attack Couldn't. plus two consolidate pylon and uh their strat i can't remember what their strat is i feel like it's heroic for the troops too could correct very me well from, be quicker for me i'm wrong chap i know the plus one attack and the two inch consolidate and pylon is uh is the main thing what do you reckon about this paul yeah, I actually like it. And I think you're, you're dead on with the player knowing what the terrain is. Being a veteran of, of now the circuit and, and playing with the terrain, being able to, to really like effectively use assault-based armies. And these, like the Harlequins, do it better as well or sometimes better than most other armies. Mm, exactly right. Uh, the strat is sixes to hit auto wound. Ooh. And when they can have like what? Ooh. Is it four or five attacks each? That's five a lot. Well, each? plus one attack. So yeah, it's like five oh. attacks each, I think. That's a... They're going to they're gonna kill knights with just sixes to hit. <laughs> you know? That's, that's, uh, that's nasty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Auto <laughs> it's, it's, and, and James coming in with, a, with that in the chat, you know, is like basically auto wounds. Yeah, mm. I think you're, you're dead on. It's like no matter, no, you're going to come all, all the attacks, you get all the attacks, mm. and you're going to be wounded on sixes. It's an army where you have to worry about getting wrapped as well, because with the two-inch consolidating pile, and it can reach out, tap a bunch of stuff you think is safe, get around corners, get around angles, wrap around stuff like behind the engagement as well, like go into a screen, kill the screen, try point a character behind it, like that kind of stuff is just really, really you're really able to do it. And Jack's yeah. a master of the combat phase. I've no, he taught me so much. Attack. Oh, thanks, Jack. No, uh, perfect. We got Jack telling us what his list does. Yeah, this five, is perfect. All right, good. <laughs> and I got to call out a, a like a name I haven't seen. Heroic scale gamers in the chat. Uh, you know, loving all the new folks coming in in the chat. I see mm. telling you, we have a great chat community. It's like it's like the the third <laughs> cast of the show. You know, it's like it's <laughs> yeah. so awesome, and they keep us honest and uh, and uh, let us know. And we're gonna be talking about events and lists and stuff like that. If you happen to be going to the, the any of the events that we talk about, you know, and you want to throw your list in the chat, you know, be so bold as to call that shot. Let us Do know it. what's up. We're, we're here. Do we want to see it. We want to see it. Um, but yeah, I love this list. I've been waiting for something like this for a long time. I thought when I saw when I saw the first saw the codex um, and I saw the WTC terrain packet, um, I thought, oh wow, someone might just pull out Harlequin Horde, like it might just pull out Oops All Troops um, and just flood people with minus one to win four plus invuln crazy clowns. Uh, yeah. This is kind of getting there. Third, it's like thirty six before you go into thirty six just in big squad before you go into the the five mans. It's a lot. It's a lot of crazy clowns. And, and let's knows? go. Let's go one step further than that. Is it's like it's a lot of troops that in say in in some formats you, they may never get off out of your deployment zone or whatever. But with mm. a really well like predictable terrain experience, exactly, you're able to get these on the table, and you may get them into combat with like all those 36 might make it to combat. Yeah. Exactly right. The other thing that gives me pause, and I suppose this is to Jack's skill as a player, but there's armies out there like the Sunshark Bombers um, who will give this a lot of a lot of harm, like because you have got, you got to have some of these bombs starting on the table. They don't arrive from reserve and make charges very easily. So going second versus like two bombers, you could just find yourself losing like two halves of two different um, units because they both get bombed and then shot up a little bit. So that kind of stuff could be really tricky for him to avoid. And I say that because two of the lists coming up for the rest of this pack are Tau. And we're going to hit what, the what are we seeing next? right now. 
Yeah. We got Mr. Tom Ogden. He's ranked second in the USA. We're not going to spend a huge amount of time on this, this one because we did the exact same list a couple of weeks ago and it hasn't changed all that much, but I'll give you the run through. He's playing uh, Tau Sept. He's got a Call Star Commander, Long Strike, two units of, uh, sorry, one unit of 10 Kroot, two units of five Crisis Suits with two Shield Drones, one unit of five Crisis Bodyguard, two Sun Sharks, and then a Supreme Commander with Shadow Sun. It is the 15 Crisis Terror. Uh, this thing is absolutely hellacious, and, and my god, it is fearsome. Especially in a, in a player's hands, he knows what's up, he knows how to deal with it. Mm. I mean, like, there's nothing more just withering than sometimes tough Tau firepower, and this has it just all over the place. Exactly right. And once again, th- this is built really well to negotiate the terrain here, whereas those big units can some- sometimes be, be, be really cumbersome to hide on some tables. Like it's very easy to get angles on them, uh, especially in the mirror match and stuff like that. GW terrain offers them the ability to just be like, you have no options to shoot me turn one, you know, that kind uh, of stuff. And, and I think I just saw uh, Mr. Ogden come in the chat as well. These players, I like it. These players are coming. They're coming here to see what they're going to face <laughs> this weekend. Get a little bit of intel. Yeah, so they, that's they how know, you know, they know. what's up. <laughs> yeah. we, we, the Thursday show team, like drugged, corralled, blackmailed to get all these lists for you guys. And now they all have to show up to see what the other guys are taking. So the other guys don't, are the only ones <laughs> yeah, not getting the It's advantage. the master plan for the Thursday they show do. to get more views. Getting more views, influ- influences, <laughs> getting our chat. Um, and Hudio, what's up? Uh, Eric Nilsson, what's up? That's it. Like, I love all these these names that I've not necessarily seen uh, on the chat before. It's awesome. Mm. Yeah, this is, this is a, a lively place. Again, I know... We do it live, and we appreciate everybody being here. But if you listen to us after the fact, and thank you for that as well, but you know, maybe come hang us out, out live You know, if it, your schedule suits it. Exactly right. Now, we're going to head over to the next one. Unfortunately, Tom, we have covered your list uh, twice already. This is a savage. It, it, it'll just table you. If you don't play appropriately into it, it can really table you uh, very quickly. But we're going to head over to the next one, which is Mr. John Lennon, ranked third in the USA. He's playing Hive Fleet Kraken Tyranids. I've been waiting for him to do this, by the way. I've and been... I think Tyranids is, is actually his, his favorite faction. I mean, again, this is. is a great player, the ability to bounce around to different yeah. things. But I believe Tyranids is where he'd prefer to be playing. And if it's not Tyrion, it's, it's Hive Mind. Like he, he's a Hive Mind super faction specialist, and it's been a while since I've seen him take the Hive Mind. Although he, I th- he took a, I can't remember if it was a major a GT at Crucible last week or the week before, which he smashed. Um, so he has taken a Warcrant. He's got a Neurothrope, ten Gargoyles, three Tyrant Guard, two units of three Zoanthropes, three Venomthropes, two units of five Raveners, and three Biovores in a patrol. And then it's a second patrol with a Flyrant, three Warriors, three more Tyrant Guard, Tyrant Guard a Parasite of Mortrex. And then a fortification detachment with the Sporocyst. Dustin, what does the Sporocyst do? Why is he taking it? What even? Huh? Uh, it's one of the few things in the... Well, actually, I guess Gene Steelers do it now. But it actually infiltrates. It spawns spore mines, so it produces free points for you. has decent shooting. Like it's, it's, you know, five hits on fives, whatnot. But it's actually a menace because you have to deal with it. It'll also exp- mm. extend uh, your synapse range. So it... it oh, really? Keep, yes, it By does. itself? If if it's getting synapse, it will extend it. Mm. So it is actually uh, it's it's a menace to deal with because you have to. Otherwise, the synapse getting extended. It is spawning spores every turn, just like biovores. It is it, it's actually something that I I love. I used to run three of these a long time ago before yeah. it is in this the, the new the way, new way it's run. But I love the spores. I think they're actually a great deck piece. Having one of them mm. in the list, I think, is great. 
the if you're an army that has a lot of fly or you kill spore mines really easily you can like negotiate this and ignore it but if you're any like mere mortals you gotta oh, kill yeah. this thing quick otherwise it gets too much value over the game it's really frustrating it can actually it's one of the few things that can spawn mucolid spores too not just the small yeah. ones it can spawn the big ones too Mm, spot on um, and he's got this paired with the biovores right is he trying yep. to corral his opponent into like death zones where he just smashes them with ravenous and, and flyrants it is definitely movement blocking that he's putting this in for biovores are great for that and three of them you can get up like anywhere between three and nine spores it is uh, mm. a pain in the butt to navigate around especially th things like if you're seeing 12 troops kind of trying to run by these things a bunch of them are going to die doing that so it's actually good yeah. against those kind of lists too that have to make that move through them right Mm, exactly right. Uh, I think this is a phenomenally good list. I think John's going to go really deep with it as well. Uh, Tutanus of Zoe's and Tutanus of Tyrant Guard as well, I think is quite interesting. Is that because Kraken also makes them pretty quick? It makes them quick, but it's also he has the Flyer and the Walkrin, so maybe he wants to be able to protect both of them and be able to move one of them up the board. Yeah. So it's so, it's so they don't have to stay together and still be protected uh, by the look mm. of Sir, right? Look, if you're a, a long-time listener in the show, I'd like to point out that... that Dustin mentioned the Walkrent without disdain yes. in his voice. Yes. And it would have gone unnoticed if he didn't just mention it here. We've broken I have to people. Go with We've it. broken. No, I'm already broken. I'm already broken. I still hate it. And I'm just <laughs> yeah, still hate it. I have too it many things months. to worry about right now. I can't rant on the Walkrent right now. <laughs> it took months, boys. We did it. We did no, it. Got it, it. is not done. It is not done. Not even close. This is not over. All right. This over is not over. Next, over to the next, we have Mr. Stephen Crawley. He's ranked fourth in the USA. Playing Necrons, Expansionist, and Conquerors. He's got a patrol, Chronomancer, and, an, and a walking overlord. So not even a Catacomb Command Barge. Uh, five Immortals, two Mr. Six Scorpex, with two Plasma Sites in tow. The full max unit of seven Locust Destroyers. Uh, an Outrider, two more Chronomancers. Um, two units of three scarabs, two units of six ophidian destroyers, three tomb blades, and the silent king. So that's four, essentially four melee bombs, one primo shooting unit, and then a bunch of MSU. Surprisingly, I, I he like has. This. Yeah, I uh, me too. He's committed a lot to characters though. Three chronomancers. Yeah, it's we don't see those, but okay. But I think he's actually get, bought himself some flexibility here because of the tomb blades and the destroyers. So th that's what I think. Yeah. I think that you can get a little bit creative with the list because of those things. And I have to, but maybe maybe he's invested too many points in there because I have to feel like those, the things you just mentioned mm. are to support those units. Well, it's 200, they're 75 each. It's, it's 210 odd points for the three chronos. Uh, so it's it is a lot of points. It's essentially he's got he's got what a what are his detachments? He's got a patrol and an outrider. He could only have two HQs and he's taken four. So he's got to have a plan. It's like does he? And Ophidians already have a involved and the score. So it's it's a score. It's two into Scorpex and the Locust Destroyers probably have a five up all game, right? It's, unless he's sending out Scarab, sending out Tomb Blades. Maybe that's the trick. Maybe it's just like, well, if you want to kill any of my stuff, it's all toughness five, minus one to wound on the Scorpex, five up involved. Do Ophidians I might have be in the an involved? I didn't think they did. I thought Ophidians did have an involved. I thought they might I thought have they had five in up. combat, but I didn't think they had an involved. Oh, maybe you're right. Um, Chat, let us know. That's, yeah, absolutely. That, that, which is actually good because that's one of the things that they were lacking, I felt, because were, their uh, save is one less than the Scorpex, I believe. So they're giving them a five of invul makes them that much more durable, which is actually really good. Well, yeah, they if, don't if have that an is true. They don't have an involved. There you go. For some reason, I thought they had a five up. Yeah, never mind. Maybe this is maybe this is what I was it assuming. Feels like it. Did you been beat by Necron so? That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you got everything. I haven't lost Necrons yet. Okay. Oh, I've I've I got a draw. Doesn't I got a draw last. with Necrons my last event, and apart from that, I haven't haven't dropped a game to him this edition. So 
There what? you go. Adam is cracked the code. <laughs> like, Solved. Oh, just, Solved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the, the Chronomancer also gives Reels to Wound, which is something we forget all the time. Um, so Reels to Wound does come in quite clutch a, a lot. Uh, so yeah, I like this list. It's really well-rounded. Steve's going to do extremely well with it also. Yeah, uh, I, I like the choices here. I really do. Me too. On um, the GW Terrain, I like the choice as well. One big shooting unit on GW Terrain sounds good because you can keep it safe and you can use it appropriately. Like you can touch the big ruins and shoot through for good angles. Um, so yeah, I, I like the choices here. Next up, we have Brenton Weiss, who's sixth in the USA. He's also playing Tau. So of the seven, now this is quite crazy. Of the oh, we seven saw his performance lists, in Nova as well. Mm, yeah. Of the seven lists that we got from the top 10, this is the only double up. The only double up is Tau. Apart from that, it is seven. It is six unique factions, which I thought was ridiculous it's like absolutely unheard of to see that from the top 10 spread but this is i i have my i have coined this the john cena tower build and we'll see if you boys can pick up why uh, exactly right it's uh, patrol with with a cold star commander long strike two units of uh, 10 crude a unit of four crude hounds five crisis suits with two shield drones six vespered Two Riptides, two Sunshark bombers and a supreme command with shadow sun now why have i called it the john cena tower build boys uh, because you you didn't like it, but then you decided you did like it, and then they had a really good showing in a limited series, uh, and then like you you didn't think it was a great actor, but then like showed talent. <laughs> no, that was pretty. You can't. It was pretty good. It's because you can't see this. This um, <laughs> jumps up, taps ruins, shoots through, and then boosts back behind the obscuring. So the Riptides uh, get to shoot, then move. So they walk up, tap the big ruins, shoot through them, and then bounce off 2d6. And then he spends the CP every turn for his one max unit of crisis suits to fire and fade. And so it's shooting you with three premium uh, ranged assets, and you can't target any of them back. Uh, and so this uh, is, you literally can't see me. Uh holding the hand up, taunting you from the other side of the obscuring ruins. So, and John Cena is awesome. Brenton is awesome. So there's all kind of correlation here. And, and everything you just said, by the way. Mm. <laughs> it's it's really, really cool. I've been, I, once again, another list I've been waiting for, for somebody to really come and smash with. And I'm really, really keen to see this. It has all those assets with it as well, like the two Riptides and the Crisis. It also just brings six Vespid, you know, a couple of Bombers, brings a premium um, Coldstar Commander and Longstrike. Like, it's not lacking the basic tools of the trade of Tau. Hasn't gone too far off the beaten track to change the archetype, which I like quite a lot. And, and uh, Brenton went incredibly deep at Nova. So we, we actually got to see him play, you know, mm-hmm. at, at a couple of times on the on the stream that you know for we did for uh, just covering Nova, and knows this army inside and out, you know. Yeah. So this is Tal with with players that know the army inside and out mm-hmm. are even more deadly than they are on paper, you know. So if if I have to draw a correlation for what this will be like for the opposition, do you remember guys playing against Talan tank commanders in Eighth Edition? Oh God, they would yeah. sh- they, they would shoot and scoot. <laughs> It's literally that, but Riptides in Crisis Suits. So so better. So better in every yeah, way. Better. <laughs> All right. Nice. Next, What's next? Next up, we have Mr. Brad Chester, ranked seventh in the USA. You can tell how competitive a year it has been in the US in the US scene when Brad isn't like top five. So he's he's seventh. Okay, there you go. He's he's our he's our basically our canary 
for he's our the barometer. He's our barometer <laughs> yeah. for how how strong this how strong the season has been. Um, <clears throat> he's playing demons, boys, and he's got a corn detachment and an undivided attachment. Starts off with the patrol with Bellacore, three units of ten bloodletters, uh, then a battalion with a bloodthirster, a flux master, a trance weaver, ten blue horrors, two units of ten demonettes, five five four for a total of fourteen flamers. Uh, what do you think of this one? As far as yeah. a demon list goes, I it has the tools that, that it needs, I think. The Fluxmaster, I wonder what the Fluxmaster is for. Is there something specific that he brings to the table? So the the Fluxmaster can take I can't believe, I can't remember if it's a warlord trait or not, but he gets the he gets the psychic power to retain your um your warp dice, warp dice. and he also he also can do a um a psychic action in addition. So every turn hmm. he retains your warp dice. If you want, and the psychic his tricks of the trade. That's what he gets bought in. He's a very great enabler. Go in the middle, do warp ritual or psychic interrogation. Grab the grab the two warp dice, save them for next turn, so you can have the big four or five um, dice turns. And then yeah, the transweaver is the one that's interesting to me. I don't know what the hell that one is doing. Is it just there for the um? Is it just there because he wants cacophonic choir, so we can debuff a bunch of uh, and, and dump a bunch of uh, debunch leadership and dump a bunch of models? So, so Nikki in the chat's like, yo, I can't wait to see what his warlord and relic choices are. You know, so mm. I mean, there's, I think there's this list is a great kind of template for figuring out what is the grand what is the grand strategy here. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Are you guys the same as me? I look at these demon code. I look at these demon lists, and I feel like there's one or two units missing every time. I'm like, where's where's the rest? It's like, yeah. It's like a, yeah, it's like they're always one or two short from feeling like well, like the you look at the Tyranid army, yeah, Tyranid best army in the game, yeah, and they've got so many more units and so many more wounds than this demon army does. I feel like there's like I feel like one more unit of demonettes and then like a unit of screamers or something. It just feels like no demon army gets to be fleshed out. So I I think there's a, there's a big weight on this new save mechanic for the demons. You know, that, that could be very true. And and I think that's – we don't necessarily know how that plays out just yet. Like what does it really, really mean to have this save mechanic not play by the same rules that everybody else's save mechanic does? Hmm. And if that – if we've undervalued that you know, as, as analysts or players or whatever, then you know, we're, we're going to know when players hmm. like this mm-hmm. take a list like this. Exactly right. Uh, but yeah, this is going to do really well. It's it's in great hands as also. Also, do love um, bloodletters. I think the the meta might not be ready for having bloodletter bombs back coming at their face, okay. dropping dropping six inches away and just coming and eating you in your boots. It's it's scary. Yeah, uh, that, right. that's see. This will be we've talked about this on many shows. It's like this list can effectively get in there and locust locust your face off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> spot on dude spot on okay um last list we will be covering from this the juicy top 10 of chicago and mr anthony vanella mr violence himself uh ranked ninth in the usa he's playing heretic astartes emperor's children uh he's got his prim command with a baton of course then he's got a battalion with a wince a dark apostle uh lucius the eternal 10 cultists three into five noise marines 10 terminators three into five possessed and a single spawn so uh, walking around the hall, by the way, I've run into three Emperor's Children players. I'm just as soon as I said the wince, I just paused because I had to see Dustin's face, and it was yeah. worth it. Sorry. Oh yeah, it was the the cringe was real. Yeah, but three so far that I've I've personally encountered three Emperor's Children players. That means I don't think I've I've encountered them all. I mean, Emperor's Children is a is a hot faction right now. It is. It really is. Um, it's, I think they are. A, I don't sure if they're better or creations of Bile are better on GW Terrain, but either one of those archetypes for CSM on GW Terrain are just cherry freaking ripe. I, I would 
I'm surprised I didn't see a creation to bile from one of these players. In fact, I would have, before guessing, I would have maybe assumed that could have been what Brad Chester was bringing. Uh, turns out he's, he's gone with demons. But uh, yeah, this is a really strong list. It's got... I love the I love the 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 spread of the three ultra aggressive crazy melee units in the possessed the small units and then the three small units of noise marines. I feel like you get to hold your backfield great, you get to pressure the midfield great, and then you get to bully with the uh, with the terminators. It's a really nicely well balanced list. Yeah, I yeah. would like to see what this list would have if it didn't have a baton. Controversial well, hot take. You're never going to. Why see would that you want to see no, that? They're never. Ah, oh, because I, I, a lot of the time I see this army, and I played against this army before. End of end turn four with just the terminators and a baton, and it's a six five objective mission, six objective mission. Cool, you get to hold exactly two objectives at the end of the game because you only have two units left. I feel like if you lost a baton and got three other units <clears throat> in the list, maybe you get to that end of the game I in a game know, where he's you're too efficient. He's just, I, know, I mean, I, mean, I, mean, I, I shouldn't know. say two is subjective terms. He is incredibly efficient. You're never not going to see it. If you don't I'm not, see it... I'm not saying it's better. I just want to see what it looks like. I want to yeah. know. I want to know what it looks like without him. Because I want to know if he's... that. Because that'll tell me if he's worth it. If you don't get much without him, then, you know, he's, he's worth but, it every time. I, actually, that's, this, this is not necessarily a topic of this show, but let's stray. Just indulge me if you can for a minute. Audience, <laughs> chat, panel. <laughs> what would you take? A what would you take? Cult. Yeah, I, I would take a cursed cultist. Two units of a cursed cultist, and maybe another, maybe flesh out for. Uh, okay, sweet. Uh, you now spent seventy points. What are you doing for the <laughs> <next> <laughs> 270 points? Like, I don't know. I didn't say I had the answers. I didn't say I had the answers. I want to see what somebody like Anthony yeah, would do. I'm, I'm they... not trying to put you on the spot. I mean, but actually, what I, the reason I was asking is, is would you chosen. go more offensive would, or would, would you be, go more defensive stuff? It would be chosen. You would take two units of chosen, two units of cursed cultists, two five mans of the chosen with some with some claws, uh, maybe like a cursed weapons, two units of cursed cultists, and just just max out your. Um, your board presence. Because what I hate, what I hate seeing a lot from chaos players is that turn one, they have one unit of determinators that goes into the middle onto objective, and they've got a, two units of possessed that have to go and sit on objectives in the midboard and just get killed by, with shooting and not do anything. I want to see them be able to put some dumb crap on those objectives turn one that they don't care about. Things like accursed cultists that are actually cheekily a lot harder to kill than you think. Yeah, and and Hydrothor says, you know, of course, more noise marines is the answer. Uh, yeah. Eric Nilsson, I think, is saying that you should take his bananas. Actually, I, I don't know what that comment is really. <laughs> it, is, it, is a, it is a it is a bananas take to say don't take a banana right now. He's too freaking good. It, it, like you'd have to see you'd have to see Tyranids not be in the meta to not want to take a baton. Is essentially the way I feel about it. He's also so good into Necrons as well, actually. So yeah, I, uh, actually, no, actually, I think you're right with yeah. the chosen because they can take the. Uh, the icon and they'll actually get plus one to hit too so they can even do damage if they need to like they're i think they're they're actually good at better than abaddon i wanted to deep dive into that is is again not to call it out or put it on the spot or whatever is because sometimes you know when we're talking about lists of course you like well of, of course take abaddon of course and so now mm -hmm. we're thinking like that is just the auto include for several lists and so but it might not be especially as the meta evolves in, mm -hmm. in things it's like you might find more things in your book your of your options to attack what you really need to be doing yeah. to win more games and so that's again that's i thought i thought it was cool to walk around that for a minute so absolutely thanks for absolutely. It out there uh so that is it boys that is all the top 10 lists or sorry seven of the top 10 in attendance and it's so wild how diverse it is i couldn't believe it i couldn't believe how diverse it yeah. was the fact we had six unique factions out of the top top seven players that, uh who's, that's awesome who, 
what and who is winning this? That's so hard. That's so hard uh, right it's, now. Any one of these guys could honestly win this. Anyone that we just read out honestly is a contender to win. Well, I'll, I'll call it. I'll, I'll, I'll throw a name out there. All right. John Lennon's. Oh, that's what I was going to say, too. Uh, Nids. Okay. Yeah. Nids. Yeah. yeah. When you have a, a great player playing a faction that they, they love, they're not, it's not necessarily just a meta choice or something or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, and a format that people are familiar with, then those things all check off. Now we, But we also, when I say that, we've, got, we've, we've talked about at least two other players. Both the Tau players are mm-hmm. Tau uh, uh, you know, aficionados playing in a format that they're familiar with. Yeah. And so it's going to be, it's, it's going to be a shootout in the last rounds. I think, well, so Lennon's list is good into the whole field. Uh, yeah. Whereas there's some lists that are only good into the, that aren't good into the tower. The tower aren't good into them, et cetera, et cetera. It's almost like the tower because there's two of them. They kind of hold the weight of power here. Like you have to be, you have to run into, you're more likely to run into a tower list out of these top than anybody else. And so if you're not good into tower, like, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, or if you run into tower on the table where there's got that little dead zone in the middle, um, which is it was one of the Dawn of War deployments. That's like a, yep. a real dead zone in the middle. That's going to be rough. That's uh, any one of these guys could lose the tower instantly on that table, uh, because every other list apart from the tower list has really over incentivized melee. Uh, sorry, I, I shouldn't say over incentivized. Has incentivized melee because of the G Dub terrain packet, because of how it works, because getting into combat and staying in combat is the most effective way to deny your opponent's points yeah. in the game. Well, on this terrain. look, tune in. You can actually see these games streamed. Uh, we're going to bring, mm. be bringing you content on the Warhammer page. Tune in, see the game streamed. Yeah, like see if we're right, see if we're wrong. Yeah, you know, so exactly right. Um, so people are saying it's Ogden and saying if you don't pick Ogden, you're wrong because he yeah. hasn't. He hasn't. They say he hasn't. He's won of just about everything he's been to. All these guys Put have won wins. everything they've been to. <laughs> Lennon's won everything he's been <laughs> but, to lately. Jack's won everything he's been to lately. Like it's crazy. He Sorry. checks off all those boxes too. Again, faction specialist knows what's yes. up. Player of the thing, pr- probably familiar with the terrain format. Uh, but I'm, you know, look, we call this. You know, our, we we actually just state stabs in the dark based on our analysis on what, what we think is going to win. Uh, and then, it, it, Dustin, do you also think have you, has this any of the, the the chat or our talk changed your mind? No, I'm still sticking with John. I, I, think be, I believe I think in my high mind, brother. I think I think go. John's the safe bet into this field. I think he shapes up the best into um into everybody. I think he's the most even shaper upper. Um, I would not be surprised if. Uh, Chester catches some people out. The only thing that I feel like Chester's list doesn't deal with that amazingly is bombers, but that's only if they can play keep away from the flamers because they'll die instantly to like even two flamers, like freaking killer tower sunshark bomber. Um, but this is yeah, this is normally where we'd like you know take a break and then throw in a word from our sponsors and and show host station identification for the Frontline Gaming Network. I don't know if we're going to do that this time. So let me just tell you to go to the Frontline Gaming Network website, check out their uh, mats, terrain, the basically pre-painted terrain. You can buy stuff there. Like, you know, pro up the whole, your, your whole table experience. Check them out. They will really appreciate it. We appreciate it. So that was me doing that uh at the at the end of the show we're going to do one more we're going to talk about one more tournament and at the end of the show uh we have a palate cleanser we call the flicker rapido <clears throat> if this is your first time here or first time listening uh it basically almost never has anything to do with the warhammer <laughs> <laughs> uh, i don't know they will or won't uh these these uh topics are submitted some of them kind uh, of do. by uh there we go they're, they're submitted by listeners or friends of the show or the chat or whatever hang out here for the next little bit and you'll see what that's all about 
Love it. Welcome uh, back to the ad, everybody. <laughs> next one we're talking about is the, the i think it's the battle for salvation in new york west nyack new york that's in the united states uh is not old york uh, are these do they call it old york or is it just york they, they should they should they should yeah, call it middle-aged old york. york yeah M- oh no, no york. new york is now it's, it's now middle-aged york yeah we need a new, we need a newer york in this in this yeah. progression, ninety two to... players, <laughs> six round event, hundred uh, percent listed their faction. Hey, yeah, we appreciate that. Helps us out a whole lot. Hashtag uh, this... New York does it better, Chicago. Yeah, Second so city <laughs> so now you know this is the point where Dustin run down runs down the factions. What are we going to see there? We are going to see four Sisters of Battle, one Custode, seven Astro Militaire, and four Grey Knights, two Imperial Knights, Space Marines, there's five Dark Angels, three Space Wolves, four Blood Angels, one Salamander, two White Scars, and a Death Watch. Chaos, there's a Chaos Soup, five T-Suns, four Death Guard, five Demons, and three Renegade Knights. Heretic Astartes, Rush going all there. Does that mean they're going to podium? I hit the podium. No, oh, two Black Legion, one Night Lord, two Night Lord. Oh shit! So <laughs> the two Imperial, two Imperial surprise. Talk about surprise, yeah. <laughs> two Creations of Bile. I was expecting to see some more of those. I like to see the Creations of Bile. Xenos, five Necrons, four Orcs, five Tau. Very even spread across the Xenos. Hive Mind, five Tyranids, and no GSC. I am disappointed in you, New York. Eldari, there's two Drakari, two Harlequins, two Assyriani, and four Inari. We get the faction podium. CSM and Guard topping what it off hell? at seven. What? Guard? Mm-hmm. Second, there's Nids, Tau, Necrons, Demons, T-Suns, DA, all at five. And then Sisters, Grey Knights, Inari, Orcs, Death Guard, Everybody's... and Blood Angels at four. Wow. Everybody <laughs> sleeps on Guard. But I'm telling you, if the Guard just get a little bit of blessed rolling... That was just table, yeah. Yeah, you, you're Boys, done. You see the hashtag under there? Because I, I think this is the best spread we have seen of 2020. 2022, sorry. <laughs> this is the best spread podium I've ever seen. Like, so many factions hit the podium at this event. It's insane. What do we got? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 factions on the podium. What the crap? It's the second best podium we've ever seen. What was the best? The GSC on last week. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we do occasionally play do you favorites guys remember? around here. Do you guys, do you guys remember? Do you remember? I remember. No one remembers yeah. that. I remember. But I'm glad I remember. you do. I remember. <laughs> Seven God is crazy. Like, what? What, yeah. what is... Yeah, that is absolutely that is. amazing. I have Let's seen some really good guard builds on. there. Yeah, um, so talking about... Jumping in to talk about the players. Funnily enough... The top 10 in the United States are all at Chicago. So, well, that, that, that's what has enabled this beautiful spread in New York. They're having fun there. They're like, they're enjoying the game of 40K. They know what it's about. Uh, but first up, so I pulled out a Chaos, a Yanari, and a Guard list for your viewing pleasure because I thought they were the most interesting of the factions uh, represented. Next week or the week after, I hoped starting out to bring you some Votan lists from whatever models people are able to take, but I will bring one or two up for you next week. Jumping in here, we have Mr. Mark. Garancia. You're doing amazing. Uh, I'm knocking this out of the park. That was perfect. Uh, Val Val Heffelfinger went on one of the other FLG shows and slagged me off for for mispronunciation. I got nothing. He's absolutely correct. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He's playing Chaos Demons, Chaos Undivided. He's got a battalion, Bellicor, Changecaster, four units of 10 Bloodletters, an Exalted Flamer, 
all one of max flamers. So that's 17 out of a possible 18 uh, Zinch flamers. Then he's got a patrol with uh, the Chunky Thurster and another 10 blood letters. He's got 50 letters. And that's the reason I put this one on because 50 letters is a lot. That is you, a you hell said of it a in lot. the last segment. It's like people aren't ready for the blood letters. People have forgotten. The closest thing we have to what that used to be, what it is now, is getting hit by freaking 10 Akos with four, with four rock swords. That's the closest thing we have in the game from how What's that unit... What's a rock saw? Acolyte with a heavy Sorry. rock saw. Sorry, no, you said it right. Walkalites, right, everybody? Walkalites. Yeah, That's yeah. why you got. Well, they're not called. They don't have, what, what are they? The, you got winged acolytes there, brother? I Maybe we do. You don't know. Yeah. 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 Where are they? What, little webs. We're gonna get ride bikes wings? too. They're like, bikeolites. Yeah, yeah. They're not not Adeline jackals. There. Yeah, bikeolites. Bikeolites. Bikeolites from Mars. There you go. Um, we should write so, that before someone else does. We should we <laughs> should get on that. Actually, that's a great spin-off. Uh, there's a Warhammer Plus program for there you. There you go. Um, almost max, almost max flamers. Uh, Fifty blood letters with the unkillable Thurster and Balakor in tow. This just seems like he's gone and gotten the best things and taken as much of them as he can. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Balakor, Bloodthirster, Balakor, Bloodthirster seem to be like those are just you take those. You take those in every yeah. demon list because, well, Bellacor and the Bloodthirster with the wound gating is just awesome. Mm. And then, of course, Flamers are absolutely insane for what they do. And Bloodletters, yeah. I've never seen 50 before, but I mean, if you're leaning into Bloodletters, why not, why not lean into 50 of them? Spot on. I'm, I'm here for the letters. I think they're really good. Uh, jumping down to the next, we have Joseph DeMastery. Uh, he's playing Eldari. He's got a Yanari list. And this has just got so much stuff in it. It's a battalion. That's it seems like these lists work, which is cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely right. Uh, three Warlock Skyrunners, a Farseer, a Shadowseer, and the Yinkan. Uh, five Cabalite Warriors, two to five Rangers, a big unit of 10 troops. Five Banshees, five Striking Scorpions, a single Warlock, three Shining Spears, three Shard Runners, six Sweeping Hawks, a single Falcon, three D-Cannon support batteries, and he's paying two CP because Baharoth is still that busted and he wants it in his list. Um, so much freaking stuff. I have unbelievable amount of stuff. Um, yeah, these are things we talked about before, so probably won't spend a lot of time on it, but this is like a good template for if you're looking to start and, mm, and absolutely. be effective. Well, go go with a lot of the elements of this list. It's got the kind of one of it's gone for the one of everything approach. I mean, the only double up is two rangers. Literally, the only double up in the entire list is two units of five rangers because they're the troops' choice uh, for his battalion. So, I it's it's kind of crazy to me just how much you still get. It's got your four flavors of melee. It's got the it's got the spears, the scorpions, the banshees, and the troop, and then the yinkan to like to back all that up. It's really cool. It's really cool. It, you get to take. You see, folks goodness. either go with more falcons or the d cannons, and not a falcon yeah. and a d cannon typically. You know, cannon. Is, I like how this is a bit diversified, just just a yeah, little bit. Me too. It's a great spread. All right, into the last list, boys. This is Nicholas Williams. He's playing Destroying oh, yeah. Astra Militarum. He's got a Chad Brigade. Starts, that's right, that's right. You hear it right here. It's got a Chad Brigade. Uh, it starts with Inquisitor Hector Rex. Uh, uh, that, that is the Inquisitor in, I think, in Terminator armor with Terminator a shield armor. and a power a, sword. Yeah, shield yeah. and power sword. Real yep. chunky lad. Like, that's, that's an awesome name, by the way. I don't remember hearing that one in a while. So yeah. I love yeah. that. No, it's been a bit. No, we have not seen this mm. character for, in a long time. Uh, Yarrick, a company commander and a primary psyker. Six units of infantry, of course. Uh, platoon commander, two uh, special weapon squads that have grenade launchers, which I thought was weird, but funny. Uh, three units of 10 veterans, three single armored sentinels, three units of heavy weapons teams. 
and then it's got a vanguard which has a company commander two platoon commanders and two tech priest engine seers because he wanted some more characters he what? just wasn't giving Wait enough, a minute. up enough assassin somebody points. took brigade and still needed more detachments <laughs> Still took another one as well, uh, because as you can tell, this list is only infantry. He's got a super heavy auxiliary where the unit was cut off. And we, we get to speculate now on what we think is in it. I think oh, it's, it's a shadow sword. No, it's not the shadow sword. It's got to be the one with the 40 troop capacity. Yeah, the, uh, the, the, the Bane Storm, Hammer? The Storm Lord. Stor- Stor- Storm, Storm Lord, yeah. Storm Lord, Storm Hammer or whatever. There's mm-hmm. a couple of them. I was going to say the Bane can... Hammer. Uh, because you could stick all three units of the infantry, uh, the veterans in there, and then one of the uh, one of the um, the special weapons teams or two special yeah. weapons teams, two units of infantry. Like so you, you, could, fire, you could do can a lot. Fire, 20, 20 models can fire out of that. Fire out of it, yeah. Forty can go in. Twenty yep. can fire out. So yeah. you can put forty in, and then all the special weapons fire out. That's what uh, it's got. Not be. all of them have a special weapon. I yeah. thought that would be a good cheeky second choice, and I w- I'd be very happy if it was because this is oops all infantry. Uh, people in the chat saying Stormlord or bust. I love it. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what it's got to be. But I think that's that's amazing. Like, good, good on him for doing that. I hope the list does well. What mm. is going to win this thing? Ah, uh, if it's not Nicholas Williams with his travel grenade, I'm. Uh, yeah, Let's just yeah. all pick him. Let's just all. all right, we yeah. will. We should. It's the right thing to do. The hand There's of seven destiny. Guard. There's seven freaking guard here, boys. Best percentage chance for a podium. All edition. If we're not picking him today, what, when are we doing it? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. There we go. Yeah, exactly right. So here we um, are. The, Go ahead. It was pointed out in the chat that TJ Lanigan is going to this event playing demons, and we didn't even cover him. I think it's pretty much because he's taking the same list as Chester, so yeah, that's, that's why bad. I didn't cover it. Okay, so, yeah, yeah. I think that list is going to be. It's got tricks. It's got hmm. tricks. It could be awesome. Be on the lookout for what they can do. The demons. This is the time to the, see. Like them. we haven't seen them be. We have not seen them win yet. But at the same time, um, I don't know. That they've kind of people have figured out what the new list is, and maybe these players are a lot closer. We've got a lot of forming, a lot of norming, a lot of storming, a lot of, yeah. So before we get to the, the crux of where the, where the demons are at right now, I think <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of work needs yeah. to be done. I and some people have this... chucked in a hell of a lot of work into it. And they're going to, they're the ones that are going to do really well and catch you out. But boys, is it Fuego yeah. time? It is. So here's, this is the point in the show where we do, we, we do a little bit, of, again, of that palate cleanser. We have a series or a segment here we call the Fuego Repito, where we get presented with a list of topics we let production typically come on. It's the only time we let production come on and actually hang out on the show. That's but neat. production is our show uh, this time. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to, once the question starts, the clock starts as well. Once the clock is done, the two minutes for each topic is over. We abandon that topic. We can never come back to it again. What is the first question? All right. Let's, if you can see the questions out, there is definitely a theme to this. If you can guess the theme there. I can't see it. Nope. Okay. Well, I'll just read it to you then. First one, <laughs> aside from Leagues of Votan, what Warhammer character can hold a grudge like Michael Jordan? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I reckon it's probably a Necron, because they've been alive for a bajillion years and still love torturing the Catan. So maybe it's Caesaric, C- 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 the Silent King. Hmm. Hold a grudge. I feel like Eldrad probably holds a pretty big grudge yeah Eldrad's a good choice I mean any of the you can take most of the Eldari most of the Eldari yeah (laughs) the Eldrad is because you know they're the ones that are closest to the eye and stuff I'm gonna go with Gazgul against who he like loves his rivals doesn't he does he he's like 
Yeah, he's kind but of. I'm wrong. Kind of, Until they die, then a, he doesn't like them anymore. Yeah, he's got a bit of a bromance going with. Uh, oh, Yarick. Yeah. With Yarick, he's like, I don't hate you anymore. You're good fun. You're good sport. Keep going, old man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, I, I'll be wrong. Uh, it's I probably, I mean, Abaddon and the Emperor could be a good choice. Oh yeah, well, definitely. Yeah. Any, yeah. any of the any of the demon Primarchs and the Emperor, like, could be a good choice. Uh, Angron. Angron and the Emperor, that would be definitely a good one. Angron hates that dude real I bad. I guess it'd probably be Magnus, though. Yeah, on your in your in your vein, though. That's true, Magnus actually. is like yeah. he was mm. you know, thought he was super right. You know, and then ended up being like super wrong. And he's like, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm going to live eternal mad about it. Just be mad at everybody else that he kept making mistakes. Yeah. Oh, sorry, he didn't do anything wrong. Sorry, Even when presented with the facts, he's still <laughs> like, like no, no. sorry, I'm chaos chaos now. No. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, solve that one. Solve yeah. that one. Done. All right. Next one. What 40k factions would Wayne and Garth play from Wayne's world? Ooh. Thanks oh, for that. I'm making sure that you know. Exactly. I didn't yeah, give you guys definitely. a chance to be wrong about that because that would have been embarrassing for everybody here. <laughs> Wayne Wayne would play the cool cool guy faction. So, and Garth would play. The pale imitation of that. I fact. feel like Garth no. would play something like Tau. I feel like Wayne would play CSM. Really? Yeah, I feel like it's. A, I feel like he's a Black Legion. Black really? Legion guy. Yeah. <sighs> Chaos. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Garth could play Tau or Sisters of Battle. Yeah, I feel like Tau or Garth would be GSC. more of a technical player. Like he, yeah, he, yeah. I'm thinking more... like Gar- no, I'm thinking Garth is an orc player. I think yeah. Wayne would be an orc player. Shit. You think Wayne's an orc? I think Garth's an orc player, but they're like all very converted. Like they're not like they're they're orcs, but they're not orcs. So he's a hobby. A million, yeah. Spends a million years on like one truck. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be perfect. That's what I'm thinking. Hmm. And yeah, I think that's pretty close. And then Wayne, what is what is Wayne playing? What is Wayne playing? That's that's a good question. I still think it's like chaos. Like could be like, uh, uh, oh, do you know what it is? He's got he's got his uh, <laughs> what's he got? His, what's his guitar? Um, the Stratocaster. So he's playing Noise Marines. Is that he's Noise Marines. Children? Zephyr's Children. Actually, <laughs> no. I thought that I thought that he's would a be one. a little too on the on the nose. Yeah. Exactly. But, he's but a wannabe. But Wayne, he's Wayne wannabe is pretty musician. much on the nose guy, though. I think that's he's a wannabe that, yeah. musician. He, yeah, yeah, I love it. He know, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm not sold on the chaos thing. What do you think, Paul? I'm thinking. I'm definitely thinking he's he plays a second founding Space Marine chapter. I just don't know which one it is. Crimson Fists. Could be. It could be Crimson Fist. Yeah. It could it could mm, be Templars? Not know, Templars. No, he's, he's not. not he's not righteous enough. But but I think he wants to be righteous enough. So Templars might be might be it. He did go on a Spirit Quest though. <laughs> yeah, no, Templars <laughs> might be it. That is Fuego. That's right. Next one. What 40k characters are on a mission from God like Jake and Elwood? Do I need to point out who this is? Yeah. Blues Brothers. Yeah. The Blues Brothers. Okay, just making sure. (laughs) On a mission from God. It's Gaz and Makari. (laughs) Yeah. But if we're going Blues Brothers, it's got to be. Uh, if it's, it, 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 uh, Lucius, the Eternal. Lucius I was the... going to say Erebus and Corferon. <laughs> but they're not fun. See? The Blue <laughs> no, Blue they're the fun. opposite of that. <laughs> the opposite of fun. <laughs> Those are my answers. 
Like, those those characters are not fun. <laughs> Who is fun that is it's on a mission from God though? Like I, I just keep I mean, going on to like Celestine and stuff, but that's you get, not. You're getting to hang out with Carrie Fisher, you know that's uh, mm -hmm. that would have been awesome. Yeah, it's definitely not in none of the Templars because they are not fun. Like yeah. Sigismund yeah. was the most unfun going. A fun sponge. <laughs> Is anyone having fun around me? Stop it. There's, there's only Cease. there's only stabbing. She yeah. Cypher's not a bad one. I like Cypher. Yeah, Cypher's a good one. Yeah. Cypher makes sense. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Uh, there's so the orc the orc on the back of one of the uh, it's like the 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 bug one of the buggies where he's got the like the the Molotov cocktail or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That orc looks like he's having his the time of his life. Uh, so th that orc exactly yeah. that orc specifically that specific is, orc that yeah. specific I don't know his name and then and we then should know his name we should the, give him a name yeah. it's the nurgling at the front of Mortarian's base yeah not the one at the back the one at the front that's like having a little dance yeah that one that one and the Molotov guy done yeah those two those are the those are the blues brothers of yeah. 40k yeah, alright exactly. well and Dorian uh, Bradshaw says Valdor you know hey no spoilers yeah. Fan. Uh, he's also known for his fun elements. <laughs> I bet he oh, is definitely fun. Ah, Fuego. Who's the? Is it? Ki who's Kaiganul? Yeah, never mind. The, the, yeah, topic's over. Adam. Topic's over. Adam. Adam. We can't minutes. go back to it anymore. I'm sorry. Yeah, you I'm got sorry. too much time already. Yeah, I'm sorry. What 40k faction is most like the Chicago Cubs? Is in cursed for the century. Legion of the Damned. <sighs> I yeah. uh, I think it's actually for for me it's Jesus Sitter Cult for a couple of reasons. One I'm listening. We better make them good. <laughs> <laughs> One, we often get forgotten about in like the, both the meta and with like the rules and stuff. So we're kinda like by the way, so that's a curse in the sense that we don't we don't get new stuff as often as a lot of the other factions do. We also are doomed to just get eaten even though we are doing everything for them we just everything we do even when we win we lose so even though to us it's kind of winning still but you know that's that's uh that's a different topic yeah i don't know if i feel like gsc fits that bill yeah gsc is a good setup we've had uh we have had votan called out in chat which is funny really well i mean because 30 years of not existing and then they exist and get nerfed which i think is cute that was hilarious Back yeah, on the show fine. for 30 more years. Op optically, I can see it, but in reality, they're fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, who else? Who's been cursed? I mean, all, all of the craft worlds could be. Like a no, they've been there. fine every single edition. They've had oh. uh, they've had like three months of bad time. Like, come on. It's yeah. the Necrons. 35 years. <laughs> it's, the ne it's the Necrons, boys. Really? Soulless, living in a metal skeleton against their will transfused shackled yeah i reckon it is there we, go. we solved that one okay solved i guess sorry it has to be more solved than solved done there we go solved <laughs> solved that's right where's the graphic production yeah oh i i will have to make one now solved man we totally Stamp stopped it. doing the shoe in and the lock and stuff didn't we yeah we did don't tell yeah. anybody that because we didn't no stop doing anything ah uh, no we're, we're just waiting till just waiting. the right time yes exactly to, yeah, we're just. <laughs> What's the plot of a 40k Space Jam movie? Oh snap! <laughs> okay, 
Okay. Paul's got it. I, I can tell. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to pause it. Just drinking it all in here. Like Space Jam has got a, a, a metric here. It's like there is there's a faction that is losing. And they've been losing for a long time. So that faction has to be chaos. So it actually is the 15th Black Crusade is the, is the plot. <laughs> and who gets oh, recruited? Jam. Who gets no, recruited and, from another dimension? No, Abaddon definitely has to recruit. Uh, I guess, would it be? LeBron James, you know, <laughs> it's just it's just LeBron for no reason. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they bring him back. He's like, you know, he's living on Mars as you know a tech priest or whatever. Uh, I love it. I love it. Um, I ha- oh, I almost had it because there is a funny correlation between um, the like the cast of the Chaos Space Marines and Looney Tunes. Like, there's a bit of Bugs Bunny, there's a bit of Elma Fudd in that, there's a bit of, yeah, yeah, you could make it funny. You could make it yeah, funny. Yeah, that's what's yeah. up. It's got to yeah. be, ca- Chaos is the is the protagonist. That's <laughs> weird. In this, in this it movie. Is, it, it is but it, it, it can't be, it can't be about, it has to be football because Blood Bowl, man. Like, it actually fits. But it, it says fits. 40K. If it, it didn't say 40K. But it's it's a Space Jam movie. Maybe the Space Jam movie is from the 40K universe. We have to pull them in for some Blood Bowl. Maybe, maybe they pull in players from Blood Bowl to, <laughs> to 40K. They get shot instantly because <laughs> they're trying to run a ball into a into a dreadnought. Like, yeah. Man, yeah. that linebacker, line, linebacker is strong, boss. I don't care. Get back in there. <laughs> Power fist. <laughs> All right, fuego. And last but not least... Deep dish pizza, Italian beef, or Chicago style dog? What is Italian? Chicago beef, style dog, one hundred percent. I can stuff. you explain what that is to me? Because I'm not sure what that is exactly. Okay. A Chicago style dog is typically a, it's it's a hot dog with a very nice casing on it. You got like snap when you get into it. But there's typically also sesame seed or some kind of seeds on the bun. Uh, there is a pickle involved. There is uh, sometimes a tomato or some, some uh, sport peppers. I'm a big fan of the sport peppers Me being too. on the dog. Yep. And so you've got the, the texture of the hot dog, the texture of the toppings, uh, and then, you know, got a nice little pop when you when you bite into it and eat it. And I think that is superior to the Italian beef and the deep dish pizza. The Italian beef, uh, what you got, Adam? What is Italian, what is Italian beef? <laughs> well, that is – so the sandwich, typically, you know, made sliced – very thin sliced beef. Uh, don't think there's any toppings on that or uh, ever, but they also – they dip the the whole sandwich in some of the jus, the au jus sauce of the, of the thing. So it does get a bit – like it kind of forms – uh, breaks down into, you know, one texture of a substance or whatever, and you eat it. I- it's good. It's very I good. Don't, I don't comprehend this whole dipping of things in America. <laughs> you got a perfectly good sandwich. Let's let's make it wet. Why? So you can <laughs> eat more of them faster. Make a I sauce with for the, the steak of, rather of this than putting the whole of things. Thing. The things that they in in this question are all delicious, but the hierarchy of it is the dog, <laughs> the pizza, and then I, the sandwich. Hootie O has got the first best line. Damn, Paul is in his element right now. Yep, it's literally, it really is absolutely correct. <laughs> this is he's a pig in shit with this question. Uh, <laughs> I will go. I will go with the the dog. I, I had deep dish pizza and I was good for exactly two slices of it, and then I thought I was going to be in a coma. Yeah, it was delicious, but it was too much. 
Yeah. Whereas I think I smashed three Chicago dogs that time. Yeah. See, for me, I'll tell you, that was you. You went to one of the heights of, you know, mm. it's a fast food joint here or whatever. But you, you know, the, what, what did you think? It was good. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I, once again, the one thing Americans do great is pickles on everything. American pickles are phenomenal. I will eat that. I will eat that stuff all the time. You put a pickle on a hot dog, the hot dog is just better. You put some chili, like chili peppers on a hot dog with the pickle, it is just better. I am down. What That's I want up. to do is eat the deep dish pizza. What I probably do is eat the Chicago style dog so I don't like, just go into a coma. So, dude, I freaking died. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's it. That's I think, it for I think we're out of time. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. There we go. Sir, that's our show. So this is what we do. Like, if it, really, I really appreciate seeing all the, the new names in chat. I uh, really appreciate people listening to the show and leaving us some five star reviews, subscribing, liking. Uh, check out you know the stuff on the Frontline Gaming Network. But there's lots of other shows here that you might enjoy. If you like this one, you might like the others as well. They are different. They have their own kind of subjects and points of interest. Uh, please again leave us those five star reviews leave us some comments that is how you kind of let the aggregators and algorithms know to come and hang out with us you know something you might want to do spend some time or listening we appreciate it it's been amazing oh it great has um we got anything spicy coming up next week oh sorry war games live joe will be at uh battle for salvation you, right. could, you should, should have been able to see the, uh, the little war games live joe where in the world is we're just gonna, hi- we're gonna hide the logo every somewhere on the list when we talk about the event Exactly. Tune in and support War Games Live. Double screen this weekend of phenomenal content. Mm-hmm. One's got the lovely TPM and Nick Nardavati doing the G Dub live stream. One's got Joe War Games Live doing his thing. Swap, swap, swap you and change lucky and enjoy. Ducks, a lot of you. We will see, and there's a preview coming up this week. It's going to be a great Warhammer weekend. Mm. Strap in. Oh. It's going to be amazing. We'll see. I'm getting that everybody. Empress Champion, by the way. I'm getting that Empress Champion. See you. <laughs> see you later. 